Hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of the show, Canadian Talk with Stefan. Episode 40. Episode quadruple X. Here we are. And actually for episode 40, we happen to be minus 40. Minus 46 or 7 to be exact. Up here in the prairies of Canada, the Great White North. Today I was coming out of my place. I moved I moved to a new place. It's pretty sweet. Uh, it's just down the road from where I used to stay. And uh, I go in my front yard and I see this... <coughs> I see this bag. And there's dog poop in it. I, what I hope is dog poop. It's in like a light green bag trying to make it look like it's not dog poop. Oh, it's happy. It's light green. It's just grass. No, it's it's a bag of dog poop. I get so I got so mad at that bag of dog poop. I just grabbed it and I just threw it. I just whipped it out into the street. Big old bag of dog poop. And and then I got to thinking. I was like, I was at this new place. Uh, I've got. I've got roommates. I've got a. It's a bigger, better place, but I've got a. I've got a roommate or two. And I was like, Are my roommates gonna gonna judge me? Based on that shit? Like, are they gonna see that bag of dog poop out in the road if it doesn't get covered up by tracks from other vehicles and stuff, or or grabbed by a bird? Who knows? Cause they might a bird might get tricked by that that green bag just like I did. Grab it, be like, oh, this is this might be good in the nest. Oh no, this is shit. <laughs> um, if my people, if they see that, are they gonna judge me? Are they gonna be like, cause the bag of poop was by our garbage can for a little while, like a couple days before I saw it this morning and got really angry at it. Are my roommates going to look at that bag of dog poop out in the street and be like, and, and judge me and be like, God, you know, why would he just throw it out into the street? So it's got me thinking, you know, with roommates, it's interesting. The more involved you are around people, you think about your actions a lot more. It's kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, that's my baby bag of dog poop story. Thank you. 
fire's blaring. We got some warmth for once. Must be all my breathing into this harmonica that's got some warmth. So, you know, as anyone would on a day like today, when it's minus God knows what outside, minus 50, it really gets you starting to question your actions, especially when you move. So I'm in this double place right now where I'm questioning, like I moved, so I had a pretty big life change. And it's the weather is just attacking us. So when you're in that position, it makes you question things that are going on in your life a little bit. You know, starting with why do I do this podcast? So let me bring you up to speed. If anybody, if I've managed to keep your attention for this long, five minutes of the nonsense I've done already. Um, I do this podcast. Why do I do this podcast? I'm going to answer this for myself and for you at the same time, like I try to do every episode. Because to me, this is this is art. Um, you know, uh, m- music, they, they repeat lyrics. This is something different. Uh, and you know you can see the value in certain things or you can not see the value in certain things that's that's just the way that's just the way it goes uh, but this is that um, it's interesting I really I thought I was gonna be more cold because it is minus 50 out here right now but I'm not cold at all and also anybody who might be curious as to why when I have a fire this large um, the whole garage isn't super warm it's because I haven't insulated the attic yet like the, the roof yet it's a first off. It's a huge uh, studio. I I built this studio for the podcast. It's huge, um, you know, like seventeen foot ceilings vaulted. So, but and I ha- so I haven't done the insulation up there yet and sealed it up because I've been waiting. Because this is a it's a unique structure that I built. So I've been waiting on city inspections for like two years now. So because they take forever to do that kind of stuff with unique stuff. So anyway, that's a couple of questions that were on the tip of my mind. Um, so oh, but, and so why do I do this though? Uh, I do this because, you know, not just because it's art, because uh, that's that's really vague and just stupid. It's almost it almost comes off pretentious. Uh, what I mean by that is that this is. Uh, this is oh man, I lost it. Damn it, guys. I hope I didn't lose it. I hope it comes back to me. That is one thing. Uh, oh, but here's something I did want to mention, and maybe I'll come back around to why I do a podcast. I was, you know, if you wonder why there isn't many podcasts around a real fire like this, like in an outside, in a structure, it's probably because it's fucking annoying. Like, it's really annoying to to start a fire from scratch. Uh, but yeah, I guess because you don't want to, I don't want to clarify my location or anything like that because that's not how this stuff works. So, because who knows? There's like re- there's like regulatory bodies that, you know, if if if, like let's say because let's say because nobody knows where this studio is and that's the way it's gonna stay, um, because it's not being disclosed. But you know, I feel like what what a worry is that a person has is like, oh, if somebody finds out where it is, uh, you know, there might be regulations for videotaping and stuff like that. Like, 
Oh my God, I hate the legal system. Yeah, but it is just a, a bitterly cold day. Uh, this fire is helping a lot. Um, yeah, so anyway, this is a podcast. Uh, let's speak to some of the general, to some of the more general listeners. Um, I won't talk about why I start the podcast. I'll speak to some of the, the more general listeners out there in the world if you're finding me on the internet. Um, this is a podcast up in no- northern, I don't know if you call it northern Canada. I guess we'd be called central Canada. Uh, like, well, central in terms of, you know, uh, lo- uh, longitude, but in terms of latitude, I guess technically relative to the pole, we're also right in the middle, but relative to Canada, we're kind of centralist, southernish. So, yeah, you know, somewhere out in the middle of a field, that is where we are. Um, do we hope to be here forever? By we, I mean me. <laughs> The answer is, um, I wouldn't mind it. Uh, it's really cool. That was another thing I wanted to talk about was like, when you, when you live out here, if you saw what it looks like outdoors right now, uh, you know, two or three feet of snow, I know they get savage amounts of snow in the Maritimes. Okay. Maritimes don't get too upset at me. You guys get more snow, but you know, it does, it doesn't ever get too much. I know it's not as cold out there. It's more cold inland. So, um, especially with the winds that come down off of the Hudson's Bay, like Hudson Bay, like central Canada, we, we are the coldest area in the world other than uh, the Arctic here in Canada and the Arctic in, you know, in Russia. Uh, you know, in the Antarctic, but that doesn't really count. So, um, but it's, you know, I tell you, it is really cool. You, you, you thank your parents, right? Because in places like this, you can't live here without a, a solid family structure. Uh, So you really you have your parents to thank for a lot of it, which is an interesting one for me because I don't have because in a living in a place like this, you'd expect me to have all of us to have burly fathers, you know, that know how to do all this shit. Uh, And I didn't have that uh, that uh, luxury. Um, So yeah, like uh, that's where that's where I'm located in terms of longitude and latitude. And then the question is, is uh, oh, I was I was talking about why it's nice. I'll finish my point from before uh, about why it's kind of it can be cool to be up here sometimes. It really is fun to when you when you fight against the elements. It's 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 much more fun than it is to fight against other people. I don't and I don't know why exactly. If I had to explain to you why it's better to fight against the elements than people, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's simpler. You got it. You can define your enemy. Like when it's with people, there's there's dialogue and emotions and all that complexity involved. When you're against the cold, it's it's singular. It's get the fire as big as possible. You know, insulate, fucking... It creates it creates a, a, phys- a community in, in almost a an infrastructure way it makes it makes infrastructure a part of community when it necessarily isn't always right to have a community technically all you got to do is be around some people infrastructure isn't required but with this type of weather it really can be and it really adds to the character or to the to the depth of uh of your engagements with people when you live up in places like this and it can be fun you know you drive around in in the snow and all that 
Yeah, so there, there's a monologue for the people that live here to, to talk to me, talk to you about how tough you are and, and to people who don't live here to get you to understand a little more about where I am and why I'm even here. Jesus, because <coughs> I try to remind myself very often. <coughs> Good thing is, though, is the fucking coronavirus can't get you up here because, you know, your immune system might be weaker because of the coldness, but uh, it's too dry up here. The, it just, it can't, it can't get transferred up here very easily and again i'm not a doctor <laughs> but take that as you will okay so i got two stories because lately you know here we are in the third what do you want to call it third or fourth year of the coronavirus thing um this is before i jump back to talking about why i do podcasts um i've had two events happen recently just to do with uh that stuff because you know we're almost a, a half decade into this shit now so I've been trying to, not that I'm not anti-COVID, but I'm trying to take a, a stronger stance with people around me in my world. Um, so like, let's say family gatherings and, uh, and you know, I, you don't want to mix family with, with politics or anything like that. But uh, just in terms of, I guess, sending a message here or there saying that, hey guys, this is the last year of this, like enough of this. Um, uh, or are we just going to live in a culture that wears masks all the time? forever who knows maybe your face is going to begin to be something that's too indecent to expose just like your you know your genitals or whatever that that's it's not the world i want to live in i like faces does it is is your face is your face uh a a mechanism or like a a part of uh what do they call that um institutional racism like people like looking at your face no like when in terms of what race you are you'll have a, a color right but like is being able to read facial expressions because some people say that facial expressions are easier to read on certain types of of people based on this or that is is the face becoming too much of an advantage to to just walk around with because you have to ask yourself in a lot of places why why do you even wear clothes you don't necessarily need clothes but it's just a part of the social norm are masks gonna start becoming just like that you know that's an interesting question but um, for me I think that's crazy I know that in Asia so anyway if you want to fast forward you can just jump forward in the podcast five or ten minutes or whatever I'm gonna talk about coronavirus for just another f moment here if um, I, I don't want to live in a, in a culture where, where we have to wear masks and hide our faces like that. The, I take a lot in life from, from seeing people's faces. So you know what, though? But somebody like 2,000 years ago might have made the same argument and been like, I take a lot from looking at people's you know, genitals or asses or stomachs. And now we cover all that stuff up, you know? Is it just one more step down that line? That's very interesting. I hope that this rant was less than three minutes right there because I want to put that part on TikTok. That's very interesting to do with the masks versus the clothes thing, but I really don't want it to become the norm in my, like in North America that we have to wear masks all the time. I know that they do it in like Eastern Asia already, like the, you know, the Asia's over there. Sometimes in some of the places they wear masks all the time already. I'm not really down for that. Um, so yeah, I've been taking kind of, because so, because the om the omicron, omicron is is es essentially everything is progressing as you would hope with this stuff just like any other thing again i'm not an expert but like 
the, the, the Omicron is more spreadable than the other ones, even Delta, but it's less uh, deadly, which is what we want. So everything's going good. So if it conti it's continuing to go good, so enough already. Um, <clears throat> so, so anyway, if we're assuming this is the last year of this, which is I'm hoping to be under that assumption right now, but time might prove me wrong and be like, oh, it, that's the way it's going to be. Um, I, I, so I'm operating under that assumption for this period of time. Like, you know, I wasn't really happy that at some of my gatherings, family gatherings, they wanted us to, to do tests. I know, I feel like it is the law, but really who's going to enforce that, especially with a small family of like 15 or 20 people. Um, so I'm like, hey, I'm not going to, I'm going to boycott my, my gathering this year. Uh, as crazy as that sounds, not, not boycott, but just be like, if you're going to really make me get a test, I'm, I'm not going to go this year. I'd rather just <coughs> stay at home. <coughs> if you guys are that scared, then I just won't go. Because I'm a, I'm a petri dish of bacteria. <laughs> so like, so family gathering, that's the hard one. I'll talk the harsh one. I'll talk more about that in a little bit, but, uh, cause I'm not so sure about that one. But the other one is like at, with my groups of friends, like, let's say we go and go to a bar and stuff. I'm getting a little more staunch on my debates of speaking up with talking about this stuff and the statistics of, Oh, like you're not really going to die if you're under fucking 70 stop already. That stuff's becoming more common and all that. And, you know, it's just becoming too damn left-wing. Protect every soul. That's why they're bringing back shows like fucking Beavis and Butthead, you know. They're like, let's get back to the old ways. And the, the, art, the art industry is trying in, in every way that they can to try, like, to try to balance out the status quo a little bit. So, yeah, that's enough on coronavirus. Yeah, today I picked out my most ugly jacket. It's, it's what you got to do. Like, this is a super expensive type of jacket that you have to get pretty much to survive up here. So if you're, if you're going to want to be able to afford it at my class, you kind of have to get the, uh, the ugly colors when they go on sale six years after it hasn't sold. <laughs> All right, everything's still running. I don't know how lo much longer the batteries are going to last on these things. We've been going for 20, 25 minutes. Uh, we're going to keep it relatively short today because even as the fire be gets to half mass, I g I'm getting a little chilly. <laughs> Uh, maybe we should. Maybe I should take an intermission and go to like the vehicle and uh, and warm up. But yeah, we're on location. Let's get back to it a little bit here. We're on location uh, in the studio doing the Canadian Talk podcast. We're just basically talking shop. We're trying to get going. It takes us 20 minutes to get going up in this motherfucker. Uh, we're talking about COVID and stuff like that. But uh, I, I hope it gets back to normal. You know, so I'm taking more staunch stances with my friends and things like that, and uh, because I see this as coming to a close, I want everybody. I don't want more regulations on on companies and what the fuck is. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess I don't decide. But creating media like this helps you become somebody who decides. If you control some sort of progression of thought which is what this is but i have no control like w it sucks because we live up here in saskatchewan this is what i was going to say from before um we have a million people in our province like that is like nothing uh there's places in the world that are our size that have like india 
uh, I said this to a guy once, and he, he accidentally misquoted his state his this stat to to his wife, and ended, his wife knew her geography, and then he felt stupid or something. So sorry about that, Danny. But here's what he sh he didn't express it to her correctly. I but I said this to him. I said, India, right? India is about two and a half times the size of Saskatchewan, or like I can't remember exactly, but it's not much bigger than Saskatchewan. India has like two billion people, through almost three billion people or something like that. We have one million. That means that they have 3,000 times more people than us. One person for every 3,000 people in the same distance of, of area. It's just, it's bonkers. Um, dang, what was I going to talk about from before? Uh, I was just talking about how I was cold from the fire, but I can't. Shit, sorry guys. This is where it would be nice to have a producer around, which... He is back in the country. I may get him to come out and help me. Right now, I could probably text him and he would come out and help me, but it's it's a little cold out here. <laughs> he would have to be on camera. He would have to sit so close to the fire. So, um, just gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to make do on my own. That's that's the way she go. Um, I say um too much too. By the way, I apologize for that. Even when I, when I gasp after a drink, I say, um. I was talking about how this is a form of media, how you can get the word out for spreading what you think are the right pathways for people in life. That's what I was talking about. And, you know, it t everything takes time, you know. That's that's the way she go. I got nothing really else to say about it other than that. I've been trying to work on my pauses and and thinking out each word a little better, you know. Is it time for a little another a little bit more harmonica? And then we'll think about what we were talking about again. Cuz that that sums it up on the coronavirus thing. Let's just hope that it goes away cuz I don't think any of us really want to add a new piece of clothing to our life like covering up our faces all the time. How are we going to even pick wives then? Is it just going to be wives and boyfriends? Is it just going to be a big old game of fucking like like guessing game at this point? We might as well just all use online dating and put our characteristics up there. Oh, with a photo, right? Because then you'll be able to see people's faces. If we do if masks keep coming, online dating will be our only fucking option to make it so that we're not rolling the dice on what a person's face looks like. Like what the fuck? I gotta get a harmonica that is tuned a little bit deeper. I like this one, but it's a little bit high pitched for me. This is my first harmonica I've had. It's tuned to a D. D. Uh, I think that that symbol means minor, D minor, or something like that. I'd like to get some lower octave harmonicas. I think they're called octaves. That's like the groups of notes as it goes higher and lower. I took a music class in university and promptly just about failed it. I think I got. Thankfully, I didn't fail, but I think I got like 69 or something like that. Okay, I gotta warm up my feet before I freaking play this instrument of God. <sighs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning into this uh, crazy show that we got up here in Canada, if you're listening. I th I'm thankful for anybody who listens, anybody who subscribes to the pages. If you Please subscribe to the YouTube page if you haven't already. It's up on the old YouTube, Canadian Talk with Stefan. We have like 30 subscribers, so we could definitely use some more. But I don't do enough 
I do as much as I can with the way my life is, but uh, I don't do enough to get uh, notoriety on larger platforms. Like I've said before, I, I'm trying to. I got to start submitting more videos to to uh, to bigger podcasts. When they put out little video requests and shit, you should call. And if you're a smaller podcast like this, you should you should be making videos to them with submissions and then plugging your shit so that you can draw from their audience a little bit. And I haven't clicked on that yet but that is what makes something like this up in northern Canada where nobody knows about us that's how you go viral if you're not a hot chick like where you can just kind of post your boobs online or like me I I don't know if my physique would be enough if I was to market this with any type of physical stuff with myself I don't know if it would be enough uh, but like and I don't want to speculate on that but I don't want to go to that level I want to I want to make it on the merit of the content of the speech just like like what a good rap song is or whatever, you know? So, cause this is basically white guy rap. That's what this, that's what podcast is really. Like how long is an album, a music album, you know, 15 songs, four minutes a piece. This is the same thing. It's, this is each time I make a podcast, it's like a new album of improv speech. I haven't even pulled up my phone yet for the list of stuff I was going to talk about. And we're 30 minutes into this thing. I don't even remember what I fucking talked about. I'm just happy that all the phones and stuff, and all the video cameras and voice recorders are still going with this with this minus 50 weather. Like it literally says minus 37 on my weather app right now. That's that's without the wind chill. With the wind chill it's minus 50. Minus 50 degrees Celsius. And here we are making podcasts, making <laughs> making art. You can't even see my face through my own breath really though. Like I'm not cold. I got a fire right in front of me here, but still my breath is a fucking like way excessive all uh, right but i've commented that on that on previous episodes yeah here we are for episode 40 people we're doing it we're living i'm pretty proud of myself i'm sure you're proud of yourself guess what if you know me now you know somebody who does a radio show there you go let me plug myself a little bit congratulations to both of us uh i was gonna look at my list for a moment because i was rambling on about all kinds of other stuff which is great Oh, in my phone here, I had the answer to the part that I was trying to do off improv as to why I'm doing the podcast. Talking is interesting, right? Because I'm talking technically publicly right now. I'm publishing this. This is a a public video blog. And it's a little, it's risky, right? And I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie. I I always have been. So that's why, that's why this is happening right now. And it's like, um, you know, if you, like, I see it as like, because I'm nothing, right? Like if... I'm a dolphin. If I was being, I could say that I'm a dolphin that's going close to the shores. If I was a smaller fish, I'm swimming out near the edges of the schools <laughs> or whatever an animal analogy you want to use. That's why I, I do this podcast and I like to do it because I, I, I'm, I'm an adrenaline junkie, really. Makes me feel alive, baby. What else do we got on here? But yeah, you know, what else? Oh, I got a joke that I wrote here. Um, so three-hour energy drinks are, are something I don't really drink that often. Uh-oh, the fire's about to fall out. Hold on, pause. Oh, <laughs> that is hot. Hot, baby. I like it. We got some hot coals. I'm going to go a little closer to that motherfucker. I can't, though. My mic only goes this far. Oh, fuck. Warm up my feet. Look at that thing steam. <laughs> so uh, I don't really drink three-hour energy drinks, 
but um, I learned that if you drink two three-hour energy drinks, it doesn't make a six-hour energy drink. It makes a three-hour psychosis drink. <laughs> Did I say that right? <laughs> I learned that if you drink... I like three-hour energy drinks. I learned that if you drink two three-hour energy drinks, it doesn't make a six-hour energy drink. It makes a three-hour psychosis drink. <laughs> oh. I like that one. There's another good one. If plan B is a pill to stop pregnancy, is plan C a rusty hanger in the nearest alley? <laughs> this one says comedy is rapping for white people. <laughs> Which, again, I think I just said that two minutes ago, but I, I, I'll reiterate because that's a pretty... I think I like that. That's a funny point because rap is pretty awesome. And we should have our own type of rap too that isn't just country music which is just repeating the same shit or whatever over and over again like the same concepts basically of loving the country and all that kind of shit even though I was just talking about loving the country that I live in which is up in the arctic basically so I'm not shitting on that that's great you can love where you live that's all good let's move on to the other foot shall we <laughs> Woo! If anybody wants to know what my feet, like, my feet don't stink. If you're thinking, now, wonder, look at this guy, I wonder if he's got sweaty, stinky feet. I really don't. I change my socks like three times a day. Oh my god. That is so warm. So, uh, what, do we, what else we got here? Yeah, I, so if I'll, uh, I think you heard the plan B one. I don't know if I enunciated it enough. That made sense. Just a freaking, just a freaking birth control joke. This one is, what is this? <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe I wrote this down. I must have been, this must have been a, ne a deep evening. So this one is a porn analogy. Okay, uh, with, with, because people, because porn has gotten better, uh, people are, you know, because let's be honest here, in terms of relationships versus porn addictions, I think you come more when you're doing it yourself with porn and stuff than you do. Even in the healthiest of relationships, you know, it happens three or four times a week uh, for the most active of people sexually. So you, you, get, you get off more with porn and stuff. But So what that does is it, it drains your energy a little bit, your life energy. So that's why you're seeing in the modern era as we're moving more towards kind of a leftist ideology in terms of political leanings. Uh, right now, we're in Canada, which is a, a, a liberal government, which is left. So that's just kind of an interesting analogy to porn causing the leftist mindset. Because really, porn is getting better. Like, the average free porn on the internet is, is better cameras, better shit, you know, from when I was a kid. And, and like, the first time I ever jerked off, uh, I used a picture that I printed off of Britney Spears from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um i was i think i was 11 so sorry mom i did it in my room which is what any respectable kid preteen should be doing <laughs> oh my god i'm so glad i freaking read that one okay hold on we're ready for a harmonica break here in between this shit oh
By the way, too, as I pause that or stop that solo, I want to apologize to any real musicians out there. <laughs> as I, I, as much as I, just as I would apologize to any politicians or real public speakers out there, as I am, a, I am to a musician wh with my harmonica playing, I am to a mus musician what my speaking is to a politician. Uh, just, just impromptu, uh, meant to meant for people meant to entertain not and meant to be taken as uh you know some sort of gospel reason if you will this is just comedy co co comedy and to me is it's coal media it goes beside the media it is meant to as crazy shit happens like coronavirus this is meant to make sure the connection to reality doesn't get lost um where, because where things are happening and the, your li where our lives are all changing simultaneously, this is what this type of attitude that happens in comedy is what keeps us all connected as people, and makes all the other stuff, aside from healthcare, which is interesting, which is annoying about the the COVID crisis because it intersects the two genres, but it does make everything else not important other than health. But remember, I want to I want to draw a line right there in the sand because. Health is on the side of what matters as much as togetherness and people's lives and stuff. But also, though, when it comes to making those judgment calls as, as to how far we take health measures, math has to govern, not societal um, uh, um, inflammation, if you will, or like like uh, uh, when, when people lash out, what's that word? Societal franticism frantic like uh that a word that means all of those types of things that's that that hysteria hysteria can't guide the thinking in those when it comes to health stuff just like with any decision making or or logic or the legal system it should come back to a mathematical basis and i know it doesn't always do that i have experienced that in my life now in the legal system where Judges, people involved, justices of the peace—they just won't have the time to actually look at something or read it. So they'll just—they'll just rule based on what the previous lower court ruled. It's what really gives a lot of power to those lower courts, those lower government mediation type organizations, if you will. Which is exactly why you see stuff like you know whatever the Clinton Foundation or whatever. Just name your—I you na picked a big one because I don't want to be have anybody be against me because I don't care. But just pick, pick, name your smaller organization. They have <coughs> influencers, uh, you know, political uh, donors and stuff. These people have a lot of have a lot of power, and then ones that are also associated with actual government mediation boards that are tied to legal and financial um, activities. They have insane amounts of power when they don't when they don't really deserve it. You know, um, we're approaching forty five minutes too, and it's getting a little chilly. I was going to have a dip on camera. Maybe I'll get it started and see what comes up for five more minutes here, and then we'll call it a show. Uh, thanks to anybody who's listening out there so far. Thanks to uh, anybody who sp supports the show. Uh, you know, I have friends that have brands who listen to the show, click on it, and give me those views and subscribes. Uh, Strengthware, that's a buddy who, who, who works, uh, works out with them. And then there's Mic Drop DJ Productions, if you have a wedding that you need done. 
if you need any tables or anything, hit me up. Uh, you know, on any forms of Facebook or media that you can find me on, email me, and I make tables. I mean, I what do you what else? Uh, so I make tables. You can buy a table from me. I make islands and side tables and living room sets and all that kind of garbage. Oh, there goes the battery. The battery's telling me that I'm at 15%. Like I said, it's dying. Just like the temperatures of my feet. Yeah, again, I appreciate anybody. I got more stuff on the on the list here. That port analogy was a great one, though. Because port ultimately... Like, I don't know. What is going to control whether people are left or right in the future? Like... Like I said, I think that I think that th that North America uh, is starting to move more back to the middle, because the whole of North America is. And sorry, I'm going to speak quite broadly, and I, people may or may not agree with me. But if you don't know anything, just realize that I've put a lot of thought into this stuff. So just trust what I'm saying if you want to. Right now, most of North America is quite liberal. Probably more than fifty percent, by a little bit. Maybe let's call it sixty. But it is starting to bounce back, and it kind of sloshes back and forth like that. Like, let's say, like a Joe Rogan says. Uh, I like to quote social uh, influencers a lot that are reputable like that. I feel like it's the new-aged way of quoting literature. Like, because the, the best writers nowadays recognize that, that writing books is, is obsolete in a way. And also writing written blogs on the internet is also kind of, it's too invisible. To be a, a proper writer nowadays or, or influence or get your ideas known, we almost live in a, in a diluted society where you have to um, you have to have an aspect of entertainment with it as well, almost like what I'm doing with you here right now. Damn it, this really is the cream of the crop. I, I hope anybody out there tunes in this to this episode 40. I really this cold temperatures always does bring out the best uh, in your brain, you know. Um, I'm a real Jordan Peterson fan, even though I'm not as right-leaning as he is or religious as he is in a lot of ways. But uh, there is something to this air up here in Canada. Like, it's very fresh. It's like if Chernobyl never had Chernobyl, you know. that Like, Russians are smart, too, they say, especially with mathematics and stuff that involves complex uh, stuff going on up here. But I really think the Canadians are underrated for their intelligence. So, boom. And we're going to cut it. We are gonna cut it off there. What else? Or what else do we got here? <laughs> this one is just a joke, I guess. A podcast is not to be mixed up with with. Uh, that doesn't make sense. It's not worded properly, but it has. It's a relate. It's some sort of a relation relating joke that I made between podcast which is I'm in a pod casting to you guys versus a pod of whales because when there's a bunch of whales it's called a pod that's it I don't know that's 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 I don't even know why I wrote that down there's somewhere I'm like shocked that I wrote it down and it is actually amazing and there's somewhere I'm like why did I even write that down <clears throat> This one is just a, a joke more for on stage. Uh, it, and it's talking about aging and how when you fart, you're not really... As you get older you get, you're not really sure if your farts are going to be poops or not. 
Was that good delivery? I don't know. Here's another bit that I wrote for this stage, which is really funny. Like, if you had a pen pal, I wonder what your... Oh, man. I, you know what? I'm going to save this the, those two for next episode. I'm going to move those up to the top. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to episode 40 of the podcast. I really... I do have trouble getting an hour in these days, especially when it's minus fucking 50 outside, but I'm just glad to get back to a podcast. I've missed the last uh, two weeks, and I regret that. But I... Like I said, I was moving, and, um, you know, and... And even before I was moving, I was packing up and, and getting my mind ready for moving. Man, this is so boring. Uh, sorry, everybody. I'm a nobody. I don't know why you'd listen to this. But, uh, you know, I'm out here doing it. This is the only podcast in Saskatchewan where we have a bonfire and we sit here and we do improv conversations. So we are one of a kind. Uh, there's other podcasts out there that uh, do stuff and have shticks. I get, I get on the best guys out there. Like, you know, uh, uh, Dusty from... from bad ideas good stories the best the best improv people out there that are doing this from where i am which is the middle of nowhere they're on this show so thanks for tuning in that's five percent my battery's about to die i don't know if the camera quality is going to go down that's canadian talk out for episode 40 i'll see you next week wednesday this one's getting done on thursday next week it'll be wednesday you can bet on it all right thanks a lot bye Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes, and we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions.